ASI, Attitudes of Sexual Integrity. This is episode 55. Don't close your eyes. Don't close your eyes. This is your life. And today is all you got now. And today is all you left. Welcome. My name is Russ Shaw. This is Attitudes of Sexual Integrity. This is your life. All right. This is this is all you got. You got today. You got this moment. You've chose this moment in time across the landscape of your life of time to spend with me and I am honored by that. I want you to know that right offhand here. Uh this time that that you're spending with me now is uh I I don't take that lightly, you know. I don't take that lightly at all. I, I have weight over that, and I, I, I'm, I'm glad, and I am overwhelmed. I, I share a, a certain amount of joy doing this show, but at the same time, a certain amount of weight, because uh, I remember being where you're at, man. I remember being where you're at, and I remember the heartache and the pain and the, you know... Well, I've got today, and today's all right, but man, I am, I don't know if I, how long I can carry this through, you know, how long am I going to be clean for this time, you know, just that fear coming over me, and, and just, you know, I, I remember it, so, so I want you to, to understand that, you know, you're not alone, first of all, you are not alone, there's a lot of people that struggle with this. And if I can overcome this, you can, because I was a, and I'm still a mess, but I was a complete disaster. I'm two years free of all forms of sex addiction, including masturbation. I, I'm, I'm free, man. And it's a good feeling to have. I share a awesome sex life with my wife, my, my sexual life right now. My love life is deep. I mean, I have a, uh, my sexuality and, and the, the, Love making I share with my wife is so much more rich and full than than anything I could have ever imagined, and and I want you to 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 understand that that that's available for you, married or single someday, man, that is available for you. But it, but it's going to start with uh, looking at your life at, as a landscape, at a landscape of time. I love that song by Switchfoot. Uh, this is your life. Your life starts right now. I mean, that's that's the old, the old saying. Um, Today is the first day of the rest of your life, but it's absolutely true. And it starts now. And if there's any action step that I could ask you to take this week, I would I would ask you to go to a field. And I don't know if you live in the city, maybe you live in New York or some Central Park, but I don't know. Any city in America, there's there's a park and there's a field in that city. And I want you to take your time and just stand at that field and look across the field. And I want you to understand that this is your life. And your future is out in front of you. That that field, that landscape, is something I'm going to ask you to build on. Okay? 
I'm going to ask you to look at that landscape, and this is going to be this is going to be an analogy, it's going to be a metaphor, it's going to be a heart thing, okay? But I want you to look across that landscape, and I want you to look at the the landscape of your life, what you're going to build on, okay? Um, so I'm just busting out right out of the gate here. I wanted to uh, give you my uh, email address. My name's Russ at uh, ASI247.org is my email address, russ at ASI247.org. The website is ASI247.org, and you can check out the website there. I've got lots of lots of different resources and stuff to help you, uh, guide you to, to help work through this stuff there as well. Uh, hold on a second. Drink of water here. Ah, and try and do a live uncut show. I usually end up editing the the, the show so much, and, and I just kind of want to chat with you, you know, today. I spent a lot of time editing the last show, the last couple shows, and, and today I just want to spend some, some one-on-one time with you. Because, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of you where I was. I, I did a metaphor on the last show, and I was kind of listening to it, and I thought, you know, some people might take that the wrong way. And I talked about the demons that used to burn my house down. Now, I had an actual house fire, all right, like a year ago. It was funny. It was like it, it, it coincidence. People, well, I don't know, Russ, is that a coincidence? Well, yeah, <laughs> I had a fire about a week before I confessed to my wife. Um, I started this show uh, a year clean of pornography, which was a big deal for me. I never thought I could ever go that long without using porn, but I did. So that was a big deal, and I started ASI on that. Um, in July of 2006, I confessed, openly confessed uh, my adultery uh, affairs that I've had to my wife. And that was a big deal. That was a big bomb going off in my life. And about, uh, that was, when I did that, that was about a week before that, we had a house fire. And we lost about three quarters of everything we own. Now, I talked to the pastor about this. I said, hey, you know, this is a pretty big deal. I don't know if I should confess this right now with what we're going through. And he said, he said, you know, you need to do it still. I said, we have the date set. He says, you were going to do it on this date. You need to do it. You need to tell her. And I did, and it was, uh, it's been turbulent since then. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been, it's been hard. It's been a lot of work. But I'll tell you something, that we are rebuilding, both me and my wife, but me especially, are, are rebuilding our home. I mean, our home is rebuilt now. The insurance company came in. It took them about, you know, they hired some people. It took about a year to get everything done and, and it's pretty much done now there's a few little things that they haven't finished but I mean our house is totally re- redesigned rebuilt uh, remodeled if you will uh, but the truth is that at that point when I confessed to my wife when I became vulnerable to her in that moment and and hear me out man don't do this alone you have to have some people around you you have to have a bomb squad around you all right don't just listen to this and go oh, i'm going to go confess to my wife about my affairs listen if you don't have anybody around you to help you through that and i'm talking about christian folks cuz i'll tell you what you know i mean real christian folks not fake ones all right not finger pointing that guy's going to hell fake christian friends okay cuz they can just be bad as the rest of the world I mean, my wife had friends that would that would say, "What the heck are you still doing with him? 
What are you doing with him? So-called Christians and not Christians, all right? So you need to have some people that you trust around you before you go and confess this thing. And having those folks around you, what I'm trying to, I guess what I really want to get in your head today is to get you to, to start to build on that landscape. And that's going to require you making a heart change. And I really want you to do that. I really want you to take in a field. I want you to do a field trip, okay? I want you to walk out to a field someplace and just look across the field and spend about five minutes there in prayer, meditation, and look across that field as the rest of your life. Because you've dodged a bullet. I've dodged a bullet. My wife's grace and, and God's grace, I mean... God's grace is, is the reason I'm, we all exist, the reason God hasn't wiped us off the, the face of the earth. But my wife's grace also, uh, taking on her cross, being with me has not been easy as well, but that's her helping to rebuild our house as well. And I know, guys, that you've, you know, whatever you've been through, that you're going to have to get to this point someday. But it starts, it starts with a decision, and it starts with looking at the landscape of your life. And vulnerability, man, is so critically important. It starts with this. I'm going to read you a story. Um, an officer during battle was struck by a, a bullet, a, a nearly spent ball. This is back in the day with uh, muskets. And he's hit right near this pocket of his waistcoat. And had he not had this coin in his pocket, the bullet would have went through his waistcoat right into his abdomen and killed him. But the, but the bullet was stopped by this coin. And uh, he pulled the coin out of his pocket. He was injured still. But he, he pulled the coin out of his, his kind of tattered pocket. And the place where the bullet hit... The words uh, de grata were right there. And, and what those words mean are by the grace of God. This officer had been saved by the grace of God. And, and I want you to really wrap your head around that. Second Peter 3.15 Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation just as our dear brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom that God gave him. And Paul writes a ton about grace and salvation. This is deliverance, okay? Maybe you're listening to my voice right now. Somebody who has traveled down this, this road before. Somebody who's been shot before. Somebody who's had this addiction, had its hooks in me. I mean, deep three-pronged frickin' trouble hook all the way down my throat. And I've been delivered from that by grace, okay? And grace was such a huge part of it. I cannot, I cannot, man, I communicate to, that you, to, to you that more. That grace, if it wasn't for the grace and understanding that God loves me, even when I fell down, God loves me and he wants me to get back up and walk again, all right? He wants you to get, he loves you. You're his child and it, he's, the grace that he has is so incredibly sufficient for you. Really understanding that is, is really wrapping your head around that is so critically important. 
All right, God sees you as like a, like a two year old. Okay, and and those days when you get up and you fight that, when you start to work on your thought patterns, when you bounce your eyes, those are those are days you take a step. When you decide not to go down that road, when you're on your computer and the and the the fraction of a second it takes you to click on, you know, searching in some search box for something. When, when you make that decision to change your mind in that instant, man, when you start to do those little steps, it's like the two-year-old that like, gets up and starts walking. Now, if you're a parent of a two-year-old and your two-year-old takes three steps and he falls down, do you go, oh, you stupid kid, what are you doing? Come on, get back up. You were walking so good there for a little while. What's wrong with you? Do you think God, your father, looks at you like that? No, man, he delights in the steps that you take. And the only time you fail, man, the only time you fail is when you stop getting back up. Man, get back up and start walking again. Get back up and start taking some more steps. Understand God's grace. Understand that the worshiping Him is putting your hope in Him, all right? That's another thing I want to do in the show is to get you to understand that worship is basically what you put your hope in. All people need four things to survive, right? They need food, they need water, they need shelter, and they need hope. Worship is what you put your hope in. Worshiping God is understanding that He loves you despite yourself. So I want you to look at this this uh, this life of yours that you're going to build, that you're going to look across that field, and you're just going to start to build on love. You're going to start to build on hope, on faith. Not on your own power, but on faith, man. You've been doing it your own way for a long time, man. And it's how's it working for you? It didn't work for me very well. I want you to understand that it's going to be a fight. That as you're building this 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 home, as you're getting intimate with your wife, as you're understanding your kids, maybe as you're you're as a single person, maybe you're letting people in a little deeper. You're taking some steps to maybe not get sexually involved with someone right away and get to know them more. Let them into you. Let them inside you before you let them inside you, ladies, gentlemen. Before you get wrapped up sexually, maybe you let that person inside you a little deeper than you've ever let anybody else. And that's scary, man. That's that's scary because maybe you don't trust. Maybe you've been burned before. Maybe you've been hurt before. A lot of that has to do with sex, too. But just getting that, that building on those things, building on the, the steps of love and faith and hope starting to build your house, the house that you're going to have in the future. What's it going to look like? I want you to take some steps today. I want you to look at the landscape of your life. I'm going to read you something from Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a guy who rebuilt the church in Jerusalem after it had been worn, stricken, and torn down and just beat and the walls knocked down. And the book of Nehemiah is about rebuilding that that uh, that city and I want you to look at your life like this I want you to understand that uh, you're rebuilding here something that Nehemiah had to do um, because it wasn't easy for him to rebuild this city I mean he had a lot of opposition people didn't want him rebuilding the city and you're going to have some opposition 
you're going to have some some resistance. You're going to start rebuilding your your life on love and faith and hope, and you're going to try and do that. I'm not, I'm not going to be I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to be easy, and it and it's you're not going to come up without any resistance, man. There's going to be a it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. What what happened with Nehemiah? This is in uh, chapter four of Nehemiah. If you want to check it out, is that he had uh, he had a couple of different attitudes going on at the same time as as he's rebuilding the city, as he's rebuilding the walls, as he's rebuilding the the temple. Um, this is uh, Nehemiah four. 15 through 23 basically what Nehemiah had to do is they were as the as his people rebuilt the city as they had a trowel in one hand they had a hammer in one hand as they're building and on the other hand they had a sword so they had a sword on their hip you know a crossbow on their hip a, 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 an archery you know arrows on their back and building tools in the other hand and that's what I want you to get your mind around this week. That's what I want you to check out. I want you to realize that what you're building into the future is not going to come without any resistance. And that you are like the two-year-old man and you're getting up and you're walking and God loves you and his grace is covering you and his love for you is is there and it's sufficient and it works. But listen, building into the future is what the attitude you're going to have to have if you want to conquer this thing. And fighting the resistance at the same time. My name is Russ Shaw. This has been ASI. My email is russ at asi247.org. Send me your email. I encourage you to send me your email. Uh, Let me know how you're doing with this stuff. Let me know how you're doing with the action steps. Uh, the website is asi247.org. If you want to leave a donation, I would certainly appreciate it. This is a donation-driven show. It's an email-driven show, and uh, your donations would be much appreciated. This is uh, Switchfoot. With This is your life. And go to the website. Uh, click on the music tab. You can buy the music right off of iTunes. I, I get, you know, I want, I encourage that too. I encourage you to get these tunes in your head as you're going through your day to get this music in your head to understand to work this stuff out. Man, let this stuff be the rhythm of your life. If you don't like rock and roll, I mean that's cool. But just find some music that you can run through your spirit as you're building, as you're fighting. Again, until next time.